Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Charity Stripe on the all-new Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back once again. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. Joshua Fisher here with Alexander Disopolis and San Diego's own Nikki Snacks Kreider. If you don't like a DJ Airhorn sound effect that is so fine, come talk to us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe or on Twitter at underscore charity stripe underscore. You can listen to our podcast anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, the whole shebang. We're dropping Mondays and Thursdays. We also do a Horns Up Talking Texas podcast for any Longhorn fans out there. That's dropping Tuesday, Wednesday, depending on what's going on in sports. And San Diego's own Nikki Snacks Kreider is doing a brand new podcast covering the Padres with one of the best closers in Padres history, Heath Bell, three-time All-Star. That's our whole ordeal. Now going to the NFL, in what was the craziest month in NFL offseason history, we thought the dust had settled, but the Kansas City Chiefs out of nowhere were like, you know what, we can't come to an agreement with Tyreek Hill. We're just going to let him leave and trade him. And Tyreek Hill goes to Miami Dolphins for a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick in 2022, a fourth-round pick in 2023, and a sixth-round pick in 2023. Five picks compared to the, the, the Devonta Adams, two picks that went, just a first and a second. And now he got signed to a four-year, $120 million deal to go to the Miami Dolphins. We put up a little graphic on our Instagram uh, saying that the Dolphins fans are going to be very excited basically going into the season, but realistically, they don't have a prayer. And people, we got a little backlash. People disagreed, thought the Dolphins have a good chance to make some noise. And I vehemently disagree. I threw it to you, Nick and Alex. Let me ask you, let me just start here. Nick, if they were in the AFC West... There were five teams in the AFC West. The Dolphins were the fifth team. What would they be ranked in your mind? I think they'd be last. Okay. Alex, if they were in the AFC North, where would they rank for you? Well, they're definitely behind the Bengals and the Ravens. Okay. And, and the Browns now, too, with Deshaun, right? And the Browns. I mean, I I do. I want to see what that team looks like. I want to see how they play. But, yeah, I would have to put them behind. Quarterback's such an important position. I'd have to put them behind the Browns as well. Okay. So now they're... I'd probably put them ahead of this. I even, I'd even. probably put them even-keeled with the Steelers. Even-keeled with the Steelers. So now they're tied in eighth. Go to their own division. They're behind the Bills, no question. So now they're tied in ninth in the AFC. They may be even behind the Patriots. They might be behind the Patriots. Look, the Patriots lose J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson's unbelievable. As a Patriots fan, I'll always love J.C. I think it's a great get for the Chargers. He's an undrafted free agent. Bill's system for the most part, is plug and play. Right. He will fill those holes. Yeah, I mean, he does it all the time. He lets guys walk, go get those bigger deals. I mean, we've seen it with Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. We've seen it with uh, Chandler Jones, right? Yep. They, they traded Jones, they traded Gilmore, and they just plug and played. Exactly. Yeah. So, and we have a, our quarterback situation is better than Miami's. I'm not saying our weaponry is better than Miami's, but look, Tyreek Hill, in my mind, could be the second or third best wide receiver in football. So it's a great get for Miami. Gusecki's amazing as a tight end. We're, we're very underrated, I'll say. Mostert, Chase Edmonds, 
Gaskin. Let's not pretend that the running back situation is anything to die for. I think the Waddle Hill duo, duo is easily top five. Teron Armstead's a great signing. They've brought in offensive line pieces in Cam Williams, who's solid but not unbelievable. Or Connor Williams, sorry. Um, it's a situation where I think Miami is being grossly overrated. We haven't even mentioned the AFC South already with the Colts and the Titans. The Titans won the AFC regular season last year, and the Colts, who were a game against the Jaguars away from going to the playoffs, ditch Carson overrated Wentz, should be holding a clipboard Wentz. And bring in MVP Matt Ryan. Yeah, so here we are. They're probably the 11th or 12th best team in the AFC. I just don't necessarily understand the move. The yeah. Mel- the, the, the Tyreek Hill move. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was I was kind of scratching my head for Kansas City because of the fact that they've been running train on pretty much everyone's defenses for the last four years with that trio of Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. Right. right. Yes, of course, you just brought in Juju Smith-Schuster, but like, come on, is that really going to be a good replacement for Tyreek Hill? No one can replace him. If anything, that's a best bud for Jackson Mahomes now. Yeah. Okay, so you just said he is irreplaceable. He's irreplaceable. I mean, you can replace people. It's the NFL. But, like, I think what he does is tough. You just said he was All right, I'll stand by it. I'll stand by I, it. I, yeah. I, no, I don't disagree with you. I, I think you're exactly I think he's irre- right, and I think it feeds into Nick's point about the fact that, like, what is this going to look like? What is this Chiefs offense going to look like without Tyreek Hill? Right. Well, I think they're probably, if I had to guess, they're going to look to the draft to replace him. Right. Try their best to. I mean, there is a lot of speed in this draft. You got Jamison Williams. You got Chris Olave. I mean, Drake London's pretty fast, but he's a bigger guy. He's going early. He won't be there. The Chiefs have two picks. And they're both later. Both 20, later 28 picks. and... 29 30, I believe, off the top of the dumps. I think the one they got from the Dolphins is 28. 20, it's 29 because the is Niners it? pick and the Niners right. came in second. Yeah, but yeah, 28 to 29 30. Regardless, I mean, you're getting maybe the third, maybe like the fourth or fifth wide receiver. You could move up and get Alave if you feel someone will jump on him and get that speed right. back. But I think that it's a situation you have Smith Schuster, who we've railed on over the past two seasons, but he was at one point a fourteen hundred yard receiver and he's still twenty five twenty six. Still have the best tight end in the league. Still have the best quarterback in the league. Still have Andy Reid. This is a team now in this upcoming draft, they have two firsts, they have two seconds, they have two thirds and two fourths. They have eight picks in the first four rounds. You can move around. You can move back. What if they're sitting there and they go, okay, a guy like Jahan Dotson, who they like, a guy like Sky Moore, who they like, those receivers are falling in the draft. They're going to go to the second round. A team, Matt Corral's still there. No one's taking him. Someone's taking Pickett. Someone's taking Malik Willis. You want to move back in if you're one of those teams that could need a quarterback, get a guy in the first round so you have that fifth-year option with the quarterback, and you can let him sit behind and hold the clipboard. I mean, that's the only... Only savings grace of what the Packers move was with Jordan Love. They took him at the end of the first round, so they had that fifth-year option on him, and he could sit as long as they realistically needed him to. So you could move back with one of those picks, either Chiefs, and get even more picks. You get a second-round pick, second round pick, and a fourth next year or a fourth this year. So they're a contending team. They're a bad second half away of going to their third consecutive Super Bowl, and they're already in an unbelievable play, unbelievable place to retool. I don't necessarily hate the moves from the Chiefs' standpoint. And I respect the move. The, Do- the Dolphins trying to contend. They believe in their new head coach offensively. Look, it's nut up or shut up or Tua. It's just crazy, though, when you hear the reports of Brian Flores basically saying that the ownership was telling him to tank, right, to lose games and you'll get paid more money. 
it's kind of backwards what they're doing now where it's, they want to spend money. They want to give up a lot of draft capital and they want to get a guy like Tyreek Hill because they think they can win now. It just doesn't make a ton of sense when they were doing pretty well last season it, with Brian Flores. It doesn't. Yeah, it's it, it feels like it's pretty fickle decision making by yeah. their ownership rather than like having a plan and really saying, OK, this is exactly what we need to do to execute that plan. And it, it, it never gets done in three months, right? No, it's a bad decision for sure, in my opinion, by them. It is terrible. I think some of it is just they're, you know, they're playing the momentum game, right? Everyone else is making these big moves, and they have to do something. Um, they did. Get, we mentioned it. He's irreplaceable. He's let's call it the second best receiver in the NFL. I think I think I'm comfortable saying I love Cooper Cup. I think Cup's awesome. I'm confident Devonte Adams being one. I'm cool. With Tyreek Cooper Hill. Cup. If he does it for one more year, then I think. He's the second best receiver in the NFL, but Tyreek Hill has done it for the last five years. Yeah. Exactly. And I also think that his skill set is so much more unique than anyone right. else's in the NFL. When you mention someone who's irreplaceable, you look you talk about just the intangibles that he has, you know, like he's the fastest receiver in the league. He's the quickest, right? He's the best deep threat, you know, like he also can make plays happen in the run game, you know, if you, you know, give him like a jet sweep a, a jet sweep or something. Yeah. So his versatility makes him so valuable. Um that I just think that that's a good good discussion of saying he's irreplaceable, you know? Yeah. And the strength factor is something that I think we can't just balk at, right? right. Like, yeah, he's no, he's a, he's a moose. He's he's good up. He's actually pretty good up in the air for, for his size. And he's great in the screen game, right? He's got a mind meld with Patrick Mahomes. Like, I get, for me, when, when you're talking about these potential packages of moving up to get a wide receiver, I think that's a mistake. Okay, because I think what they need to focus on with this extra draft capital is shoring up that defense. Love it, and um, I get they can go that. get a third, fourth speedster. You can get a speedster at a lot of places in the draft. Yes, I know that a guy like Olave does multiple things, but he's not Tyreek Hill. No, so and I would rather the guy from Baylor ran the fastest forty, I think. Sure, and right. I'm not, I'm not like sold on Olave either. I, I much prefer Garrett Wilson, who we get a top ten pick. Yeah, I prefer. I would probably prefer Drake London. I like Olave a lot. I think for me, he left a lot to be desired. He was the third best receiver at Ohio State last year behind Garrett Wilson, behind Smith and Jigba, who's right. not in the draft. Right. But I love your point of going after and shoring up that deep because you need to with that with all the offenses in the yeah. AFC West. I mean, don't allow a team to come back on you like the Bengals did in the <laughs> AFC Championship. Yeah. Right? That's how you lost. You Bill, have to look at last season. Kim Kardashian you, story right there. Yeah. <laughs> you have to look at how you lost last year. And fix it like the Bengals have done. I yeah, they they went on got offensive line help. They did, they did, and that, that was, was their, that was their Karras, Kappa, yeah. uh, Lyle Collins. Too. That was, and they haven't even drafted anybody yet. Right, right. I think that I'm really interested to, and I texted the two of y'all about this. I'm really interested to watch Patrick Mahomes this next season because yes, they made the AFC Championship last year. They turned it on when they needed to, but I don't want to forget that in the first half of the season, it kind of seemed like a lot of people had figured him out. He was having, he was struggling. I think he, he might was, have, I think he might have been hurt. I think he was ailing. You think he was hurt? I think there was something bothering him that, I just feel like that would have come out. Through. Maybe, but like, he, nothing's he a secret. Strong. He did finish strong. People adjust. We see it in, uh, I still think though, even, I really think that a lot of that, I mean, he's working with one of the best offensive minds that's out there. And Ever. I'm I'm putting him still, he's still the, the best quarterback in the league, but I think it's a lot closer with some, you know guys two through five oh, yeah. than, it, than it ever has been. And I think pulling Tyreek Hill out of the equation for Patrick Mahomes 
tightens that race even more. It's closed the gap a lot. A couple points on that really quickly. I there could be a lot of different things that that attributed to Mahomes' struggle in the first half. Maybe becoming a new dad. I don't know. Like he's got less time to sleep. You know, his wife is is always doing crazy things. His brother's always always doing crazy things, and that's a lot of mental pressure on you. So that could also take you know center stage of what's going on. Um, But I do believe that. Tyreek Hill is going to miss Mahomes more than Mahomes misses Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. Because Tua is is not anywhere close to the quarterback that, no, that Mahomes I, I, is. No, he's not. You're right. And But Tua has shown signs that he is a competent quarterback that a guy that you are not going to win because of but could potentially win with. They went on that run last year. They did go on a run last year. And you could yeah. attribute it to the defense. But... He wasn't like making it. What he wasn't losing them games. His biggest, my biggest gripe with Tua, because he is traditionally throughout the course of a game an incredibly accurate quarterback. So as long as you get Tyree Kill the ball, that's fine. Tyree Kill can take care of everything else himself. Tua does his. He does have momentary lapses every single game where he throws like three passes to the right to the DB. Like yeah. that just happens. But. Okay, maybe that affects winning games, but does it affect... I, I think Tyreek Hill can still eat. Not in the same way, but yeah. like they're going to scheme him to get the ball however they need to. Yeah, They were doing it with Waddle. Like, Waddle really wasn't being utilized yeah. as a down downfield threat, but that's what he came into the draft as. But they, they managed to turn him into a red zone threat. They managed to get him the ball in screen pass situations. Possession like, receiver. Yeah. He became a possession guy. He was like, what, top five in receptions as a rookie? Nobody... Crazy. Nobody talked about Jalen Wada last year, and this, in my mind, is the best counterpart or or duo that Tyreek Hill has had from a receiving, obviously Kelsey, but like from a receiver to receiver standpoint. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing McCole Hardman tweet about like how he should be mentioned in the weapons for Mahomes. Like, he's not. He's not like you're McCole Hardman's a number three, four guy to be honest. And like you know, I the AFC is so competitive. So maybe your hand is forced and you don't have a choice. Cause like you are a team that almost made the playoffs last year and you want to compete. But at the same time, it also caused me to look at the other teams who were at the bottom of the list. And I looked at the jets who were also in the mix for Tyreek Hill, but they have two top 10 picks. They have a defensive mind, Robert Sala. I'm curious to see what they do to stay the course. I think the jets going after Tyreek Hill would have been a mistake and it could be a blessing in disguise that they're going to tank a little bit longer with Zach Wilson and let him ride out a team that I don't know why my mind went to this, but that I'm most concerned about is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a new head coach in a guy who's won a super bowl before. We'll see what he can do with Trevor Lawrence. The way they spent money this past season was nothing short of reckless. Me, drunk at a bar, helplessly hitting on girls who I don't have a chance with at 1 a.m. reckless. Buying them drinks like it was my job and I and I, you know, don't have a limit to spend on my, my card. Like it was beyond rec like Christian Kirk. I he, mean Well let me ask you this, Nick. You're you know, we all love receivers. You know receivers. Tyreek Hill, one twenty. If you add up Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, it's pretty much around that. Would you rather have Ty- Tyreek Hill or Christian, a doubt. or Christian Kirk and Zay Jones? Tyreek Hill without a doubt. Three shots at the keel, hand times behind your back, hanging you from the ceiling. Always. Off, by All your day, feet. Every day. You know, 100%. We're talking about the bar scenario, right? Would you rather go home with the the, the 10 or go home with two fives? <laughs> the, the 10. The Heck 10. of a story, though. That is a... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, I think when I look at that, I, I do believe 
in Christian Kirk's talent. I think that he, I think that it's a little bit of an overpay for him, but I think he's deserving of that money. He's good. I Zay Jones has, I mean, he he's had trouble staying in the league. Yeah, that to me, I liken it to the Pat signing of Aguilar, and I like, I don't, I just don't like it. No, but we paid Aguilar way less money still. Yeah, and for a less amount of time. Yeah, no, I. It's a wreck. It's like they're trying to help this young guy out, and I. I turned to somebody the other day, and I was like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence... I think this is going to be Trevor Lawrence's second last year in Jacksonville. Like, is this... Like, how much better is Zay Jones than Alan Hearns, who just got cut, who could go back to the Jags? Like, is he really that much better than him? Who knows, dude? I mean, Zay Jones is good, but he's not like... He's a three guy, a four guy. Yeah. I, for, for me, it's like... It's, it They just spent so much money on guys that were secondary, right? Secondary pieces. Not like in the secondary, but like... Evan Ingram, like, is he a top tight end? Dude, he we, can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. Can't, stay healthy can't like, block. Didn't, ever, didn't live up to his expectations, right? No. I mean, really, the only big signing there that I like was the Brennan Sheriff signing. Yeah. Like, he's he's an elite offensive lineman. Yeah. But everyone else, like, are, I mean, Aluakon, you know, um, Foley, uh, whatever is this, Fatsukasi. Yeah, like, Fatsukasi, yeah. Like, Great last name. I mean, they're not... They're not like huge names that are going to transcend your, your team. Not even close. And you're dude. spending that much money on them. Like it makes no sense. Like you're just going to continue to be average because these are average players. They'll dude. Trevor Lawrence will not be a Jacksonville Jaguar by the time the next presidential election rolls around. I promise you. Like by the time there's a new, by the time there's like a new or Biden's in his second term or there's a new president, whatever shakes out in 2024, Trevor Lawrence will not be a Jacksonville Jaguar in 2024. I mean, I can't say that I'd be surprised, honestly. If you're the Eagles right now, yo, the Jaguars would never do this. And I don't even know if the Eagles would. But if you're the Eagles and you have three first-round picks this year and the Jaguars, for all intents and purposes, suck. Like, are the Jaguars going to have a top-five pick next year in your mind? Yeah. 100%. Not even a question. Yeah, but they might have just signed their way out of a top-three pick, which is like, why? Why are you doing that? It's crazy. At that point, just be the worst team. Yeah. They are going to stink on ice, blow from around the corner. And I don't think Tre- – I think the Eagles should trade for Trevor Lawrence. And I'm throwing that out into the ether right now. And do and, – and package Jalen Hurts for him? Sure. Jalen can go there or Jalen can go somewhere else. I think they like Jalen Hurts. I really I do. Liked, I like Jalen Hurts. I do too. Jalen Hurts, to me, could be a top 16 quarterback. Could be a guy you could – they went to the playoffs what last year. Win with? But – Trevor Lawrence still is like if Trevor Lawrence was coming in this draft, he'd be the first guy taken last year. Was the first guy taken the year before that would have been the first guy taken. Trevor Lawrence, let's not forget, was the quote unquote second coming of Andrew Luck. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Right. I mean, I guess you can maybe throw Bradford into there, but we won't. Uh, shout out to Bradford's agent as much as possible because that guy, that guy should be running our country's financial system. I'm not even kidding you. They just fired. Dr. Oz and Herschel Walker, who apparently were running our health, part of our health department in the United Do you guys know that? Herschel Walker? Herschel Walker was running like the health department appointed by Donald Trump. I mean, look. I say knew they were you, boys. I knew they were boys. Say what you will about the former POTUS. Herschel Walker's jacked. I mean, he's in great shape. and he's Unbelievable he's in his, like, shape. Late 50s. I think that was a rash decision and a political <laughs> move by Biden. Say what you want about our former POTUS. But Herschel Walker is Jack. I don't <laughs> well, know how those two correlate whatsoever. <laughs> I, I mean, he is though. You're right. He is Jack. And, well, no, because... and then every time someone says that, you have to say, and he only does push-ups, right? Like he doesn't actually lift weights or whatever. Yeah, that's like the thing. Is, like, it, is never, that the thing? He like never lifted a weight until he was like past 
after he, like after he stopped playing football or something like that. But he's like in even better shape now. Yeah. So the thing is this: has he done a celebrity fight? I feel like he's due. He's due for a celebrity. Well, now that he's no longer in charge of our health sure. department, chase the bag. Yeah, yeah, chase I the bag. I think he came out and said something one time. He was like, "I could still play right now and be good," which honestly, looking at him, I don't doubt it. I saw Tio run like, last year. Tio could could line up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's probably better than Zay Jones. Frank Gore played till he was what thirty seven. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're the Jaguars. You want to go outside? So once I sign Tio, you know, sell that's some at least yeah, sell some jerseys, right? Yeah. Do you think? Ocho Senko and T.O. can get 500 yards in a season each. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they'd probably both get hurt. I think it comes down to playing time, right? Like, are they going to beat an offense that are allowing them to get that many catches and that many yards? If they're like the number one, yeah, of course. If they're even the number two, probably. Well, there no issue with the hands, obviously. Like no, that's it's just a easy. health thing. Yeah, it's just a health thing. Yeah, very interesting. I'm glad that our serious football talk took a turn to the T.O. Ochocinco return hypothetical the POTUS. and the POTUS and Herschel Walker, uh, Joshua Fisher, Alexander Desopolis, Nikki Snacks, Kreider, where the charity stripe. We'll see you in just a hot second. We will be right back with the charity stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.